So good morning to everyone. Moving on to technology, um, quite a different subject. I hope I don't take you into uh, too deep waters still early in the morning. But uh, nevertheless, the um, shipping industry is going through a digital transformation wave and it's our great pleasure to be here today and share with you what we are seeing happening in this space. Before diving into it, I think it's important to consider what are the key drivers for this uh, digital transformation. One could list uh, many reasons, but I think most of you will agree that among the top reasons are for sure being in a position to operate more efficiently and more profitably. These uh, typically go together. Being in a position to be more and better connected, and if I may add, more and better informed. An interesting one is keeping up with customers, and uh, I would add the uh, greater ecosystem of uh, suppliers and regulators that are becoming more and more sophisticated and really expecting to communicate on a more digital basis. And of course, digital brings the opportunity for developing uh, new business models, new offerings, new products. Over the next few slides, I'll be going through uh, three plus one key areas in which we see develop, uh, developments happening, also drawing from other uh, industries. But um, as I go through these topics, I'm sure most of you will have uh, this question in mind. So what is the shipping industry ready to absorb? And I, I, I think it's important to note that uh, at least at EY, we recognize that uh, not every shipping company has the same needs. Not everyone is at the same level of maturity. And for sure, we're not suggesting that everything is relevant to everyone. We're not suggesting that everything is feasible and realistic uh, to happen at, uh, at the same time. At EY, we see uh, digital transformation as being uh, more of a gradual journey, or maybe should I be saying more of a voyage. So the first area in which we see uh, significantly a shift is the replacement of uh, legacy custom solutions with uh, more standardized commercial off-the-shelf solutions. So uh, the shipping industry is a, an industry in which uh, custom solutions exist to a greater extent than in other industries. Custom solutions are, are generally harder to develop and more costly to develop. Um, and also more difficult uh, to, to maintain and keep up to date over time. These days, leading vendors in the markets offer standardized solutions covering primarily core functionality. So just to list a few, we are seeing electronic mailing and content management systems being deployed, offering more advanced uh, capability to communicate and collaborate, also having smart tagging and so on. We're seeing a lot of uh, deployments uh, of ERP systems. So these systems covering the uh, core financial, procurement, and asset management uh, processes. We're also seeing um, enterprise performance management systems really being put in place to be able to handle the budgeting, planning, and in cer certain cases, financial consolidation in a more automated and coordinated manner. And 
online booking platforms are gradually becoming more relevant, especially for those uh, companies that wish to have a more direct uh, uh, approach to customers and also possibly attract new customers based on the simplicity and speed of booking. These are just examples of um, areas or uh, components in which uh, solutions do exist in the market and it really doesn't make sense to go reinventing the wheel or continue investing in custom solutions. The uh, second area in which we are seeing a lot of traction picking up is really the adoption of solutions, tools and approaches which will enable companies, your companies to become more data driven. So business intelligence, big data, analytics are really tools, approaches and techniques which we have seen in other industries for many years. But it's interesting that they are now becoming more and more relevant within the shipping industry. So these tools are enable one to collect and better organize uh, data starting from both internal and external data that to a great extent existed in shipping companies but was maybe um, more difficult to access and more difficult to analyze. But I think it's becoming more relevant because these tools and these techniques uh, uh, lately are enabling shipping uh, companies to be able to collect additional data. So for example, telemetry data capturing um, the consumption and the, the state of the vessel uh, from um, sensors that are starting to be installed on, on the vessels, but also weather forecast and hindcast data, which is online available through external APIs. So having such data at hand and being in a position to um, analyze it through simple or even more complex techniques gives the opportunity to, to have at hand uh, very interesting insights and really gives a wide range of opportunities both for revenue enhancement but also uh, cost containment. Just to mention a few examples, starting from the ability to be able to apply uh, dynamic pricing and ultimately optimize the entire contract portfolio, but also in terms of being able to optimize vessel routing vessel performance and even predictive maintenance. One of the most interesting engagements uh, uh, within EY with a local uh, Greek shipping company uh, is, is something that is one of the most exciting things I've worked on recently. So what they are looking to do is uh, really use such information to be able to um, simulate the voyage in advance, to be able to apply more educated pricing. Once the voyage has commenced, to be able to uh, make this information available on the vessel, on board, to be able to optimize routing based on weather, based on depth, it's surprising how the depth of the water uh, can affect uh, fuel consumption. Uh, and to be able to um, uh, adjust speed and trimming accordingly. And last but not least, once the, the voyage has been completed, to be able to sort of compare predicted versus, versus actual, to be able to identify uh, possible deviances from the plan 
and to be able to identify what is the root cause of uh, uh, any such de deviances. And of course, these are just examples of what potential data brings to an organization. Data is considered to be a significant uh, asset for any organization these days. Thirdly, when um, talking about innovation and cutting-edge solutions, and this is across industry, there's a lot of talk these days about robotic process automation and more recently uh, blockchain technology. I, I really don't want to bore you uh, with the mechanics behind these uh, technologies and these solutions, but I think it's important to state that uh, a lot of the applications which are considered and piloted for these uh, technologies are very, very in, uh, relevant for, for the industry. So these technologies are, are, are very uh, much about uh, being in a position to reduce um, uh, processes that have a lot of manual overhead and also being able to put in place uh, solutions that would increase uh, transparency, especially in situations where there are SLAs involved. Just to mention a few um, indicative applications in which we are seeing and also participating in pilot projects within the shipping industry, um, we, we are looking to address uh, aspects like increasing end-to-end -end tracking and transparency within the, the uh, supply chain, also being able to um, uh, automate uh, custom clearance, also touching on uh, fraud aspects, and also insurance and claims is uh, also an area of high interest when, when talking about such aspects. I mentioned that I'll be referring to three plus uh, one areas. So this fourth area is, is the plus one. The reason it's plus one is because it is relevant across the areas previously touched on, and, and it's relevant across the entire IT landscape, whether it is uh, systems uh, onshore, whether it is systems uh, on board, or even cargo systems. I'm sure most of you will have heard that uh, within the past few years, uh, a number of Greek shipping companies uh, have been uh, hit uh, by um, uh, ransomware. Ransomware can be uh, both costly, but also very disrupt disruptive for operations. Okay, so we're seeing that uh, cybersecurity is really going to be becoming more and more relevant across systems, across uh, data. So on this, uh, I, I, we would like to share with you some quite interesting insights from the uh, Global Information Security Survey conducted by EY. I don't know whether it comes as a surprise, but uh, not even one in uh, 10 organizations can state that they are they are covering cybersecurity uh, in a way that really meets their needs. Uh, almost uh, two-thirds of uh, companies, and this is across industry, are planning to invest more going forward uh, in terms of improving this and really optimizing cybersecurity. But I think, uh, at least from our standpoint, the most interesting is the last point, which says that uh, not even half of companies consider protecting from uh, such threats as being part of the strategy. And really the point we, we really uh, consider important to bring across is that uh, 
If, if you are to enable growth through uh, digital technology, especially, and when considering emerging technologies, really cybersecurity has to be at the top of the uh, agenda at the executive level, and for sure it has to be an integral part of any digital transformation uh, initiative. Before closing, uh, I, I thought it would be important to um, refer to um, certain barriers, and uh, really, I don't really want to go into discussion whether barriers exist or whether they are just perception, but I think, uh, truth be said, that adoption has really been slow. So, uh, for sure, resistance to change is something normal. Uh, our comment on this is that uh, it is normal uh, as long as one makes sure that uh, um, the, the developments do not put you in a place where you fall behind. Return on investment is also uh, always a, a very important question. In the previous uh, slides, I referred to innovation. If one is to engage in innovation, one needs to be prepared to take risks, and I think the shipping industry is very much about taking risks, but also be prepared to fail. You cannot innovate if you do not uh, have this attitude. And really, the point brought across here is that ROI is important, not necessarily just at the beginning, but it's something that has to be measured, has to be tracked over time, sort of moving into a quick fail approach. People and skills is a, a very important and interesting point. So um, technology and digitalization is very much about putting new tools in the hands of people to be able to do their job better. And uh, you do need uh, quite talented people to be able to use technology in order to generate value. At EY, we, we really see this on a daily basis. It's very difficult to find and attract talented people. But uh, talented people really look at joining companies, not just because they remain relevant, but more and more they are looking at joining companies that are at the forefront of technology. So this is something that we consider uh, important and we, we consider that it should not be uh, in any case underestimated. And last, we also see companies uh, really being slow in moving simply because it's not always clear where to start and how to progress. So we seriously think that we can uh, help shipping companies on this journey and uh, closing please allow me to say a few words about EY. So we are a global leader with uh, almost $35 billion revenue globally, over 260,000 professionals worldwide integrated across 150 countries. A lot of you may know us from the uh, assurance uh, the, the audit part of our services or possibly having worked with us on tax or transaction advisory services. Moving into the um, digitalization era, it's important for, you, for us that you know that uh, we can also help in this space through our advisory services.
In Greece, we have been present since 1926, and we hold the uh, first position in the market, both across these uh, four service lines, but also uh, as a standalone advisory practice. Being recognized, among other things, uh, for our innovation services. We also have a global strategic alliances with all the leading um, technology vendors, including uh, IBM, SAP, and Microsoft. However, I would like to note that uh, we follow what we call a vendor agnostic approach. So the way we operate is we, we, look, to match, uh, we look to match the appropriate solution to the exact customer needs rather than trying to fit customer needs to uh, the specifics of a single solution with whatever compromise that brings. So with this, I would like uh, to thank you for your time and attention. And really, we are looking forward to having more conversations around these topics uh, with those who are interested. Thank you very much again.